Welcome to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. The mission of this radio show is to enable every listener to achieve their career aspirations and advance their careers to achieve their potential and meet their financial goals. Now, here are your hosts, Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Welcome. Ken and Cheryl Dawson here with Dr. Robert Caldini, and he is New York Times bestselling author of Influence and yes, proven ways to be persuasive. And we've got some really fascinating information for you today. Whether you are a leader or an individual contributor in business or nonprofit organizations, in sales or operations, whether you're a consultant or entrepreneur, you need to learn the skill of influencing to achieve your goals. We don't we don't live and work in isolation, so persuading others to cooperate with us is essential. Our guest today. Today is an expert in influence and has researched the art and science of persuasion for his entire career. If you want to be more successful in achieving your goals and advancing your mission, ideas, and endeavors in all walks of life, listen to Robert Caldini's Proven Techniques. Before we begin, I want to mention to you, our listeners, that we have seven powerful free videos that will transform your career and achieve a better life, better pay, and a, uh, and a better job. To access them, go to www.betterjobbetterlife.com. Now, to introduce our guest, Dr. Robert Caldini is Regents Professor Emeritus of Psychology and Marketing at Arizona State University and the most quoted expert in the field of influence and persuasion. Author of the best-selling book, Influence, Science and Practice, he is an internationally known speaker on the power of ethical influence to major corporations. Dr. Caldini has been awarded the Donald T. Campbell Award for his distinguished contribution to the field of social psychology. Welcome, Dr. Caldini. We're delighted to have you with us today. Well, I'm glad to be with you and, and your listeners. Well, we understand that you recently returned from international travel. Can you share some about your trip? Well, it was an interesting trip in that it, it had to do with uh, some uh, some conferences and consulting with some uh, governments um, over in uh, Europe and, uh, and England. Um, they are interested in learning what behavioral scientists have to say about how to move citizens toward um, sound public policy, how to get them to uh, vote uh, more on Election Day, how to get them to uh, save energy, um, how to get them to reduce crime and that sort of thing. And typically what happens is uh, governments do that through uh, uh, regulations of one sort or another, laws, taxes, penalties, fees, these kinds of things that uh, can be very expensive and can produce a lot of resentment from people. Uh, so they were interested in what the persuasion scientists have to say about how we can uh, communicate uh, with one another within a society uh, so that people will want to take socially desirable actions for their own sake, not because they're pressured or coerced into them. Bob, I have a challenge for you. Um, as I mentioned to you, we just finished a show with um, <clears throat> Bill Pepicello, president of the University of Phoenix, and we were talking about students and 
uh, many of the uh, individuals who are going to class at the University of Phoenix, and, and our whole system is all about uh, persuading people to achieve a better job, better pay, better life, and, and what we've done is crank that up to include the opportunity for people to double, triple, and quadruple their compensation package. Fascinating conversation with Dr. Pepisola, who was really excited about it as it relates to students at the University of Phoenix. So my challenge to you is how can we persuade more millions of people around the world to want to achieve better job, better pay, better life? Well, to, to want to do that, it seems to me one thing we can do is something we typically have been trained away from doing. And that is, we typically have been told that when we communicate people with people, uh, the way to motivate them is to use um, entirely positive uh, messages, what they can gain, what they can obtain, what they can achieve. That's absolutely true that those things are very powerful and will instigate motivation in a lot of people. But there's also another kind of message, which is to honestly tell them what they stand to lose. Mm. If they fail to take these valuable steps, um, and very often it's the case that the idea of losing something is more motivating to people than the idea of gaining that very same thing. Uh, I'll give you an example of a study that was done in California. Researchers went door to door offering homeowners uh, an, an energy audit. They were going to go through the home and check all of the weather stripping and insulation. And at the end of the audit, they said for half of the homeowners, if you will insulate your home fully, you will be able to gain, that is to save, $1 a day every day. For the other half of the homeowners, they said, if you fail to insulate your home fully, you will lose a dollar a day every day. I don't know if you can feel the difference. I can feel it when I just say those two things. Those individuals certainly could because 150% more of them insulated their homes under loss language than than gain language. So something as simple as telling people honestly what they will forego if they fail to take the steps that are in their best interest may be enough to to spur them off the fence and get them into action. Bob, that's outstanding. Let's take that to the next level. Many of our listeners right now are listening to what we're saying, and they're in some cases deciding what it is we're going to be doing next. Um, Help us with language we can use to persuade those listeners relative to what they would lose as opposed to what they're currently doing now. Well, we can use the same uh, set of goals and and challenges that people want to attain. So let's say they they want to have a great life with um, more income, more free time, so they can spend that time with their family, with their children, with their grandchildren, and so on. Instead of saying, this is what you will be able to gain if you do, you'll be able to get these, uh, reach these goals. You can say, think about the fact that if you don't do this, you won't be able to spend that time with your children. You won't be able to spend that time with your grandchildren. You won't be able to have those uh, that vacation free time to interact with your family in this positive way. So 
we can still talk about the same reasons that that motivate people. We just have to be sure that we, in the process of framing that that set of goals and and, and desires, uh, not we we have to be sure that we don't uh, miss the opportunity to tell them what they might lose as well as what they might gain. I think that's excellent. Uh, and I'm looking at your book here, Dr. Caldini, um, in now in its fifth edition, The Influence, Science, and Practice, I also have your book, Yes, 50 Scientific Proven Ways to Be Persuasive. And as Ken said before we got on, we're persuaded. <laughs> they really are excellent. And I also got a chance to listen to your CD. And um, the thing is, is that you've done a lot of research to come up with these concepts. And as I read them and heard them, it's the, I thought, wow, I've used that. I can relate to that. I, uh, it's been used on me, <laughs> you know, and it persuaded me. So why has uh, your concept achieved such a claim? Well, I think it has to do with the fact that when I tried to develop these concepts, I went around to all of the training programs I could get access to uh, that teach people how to be persuasive and and influential. So I learned how to sell automobiles from a a dealership. I learned how to sell insurance from uh, from um, an office. I learned how to sell portrait photography over the phone, uh, and so on. Uh, Then I I went and infiltrated some advertising agencies to see what they did to get us to say yes. I did the same thing with a couple of charity organizations to see what the fundraisers did. I did the same thing with some recruiting firms. What do they do to get people to move in, in their direction? And what I looked for was the commonalities not the differences among each of these kinds of professions, but what was working in parallel wherever people were getting others to say yes to them successfully, which were the things, which were the principles they were using. I was surprised that I only came up with six, six universal principles that emerged from the hundreds of individual tactics that I saw. Only six psychological principles came to the surface. Bob, what were the six? Uh, I'm sure our listeners would be fascinated in what those six actually were. Well, you know, I, I think we can go through them quickly and then yeah. maybe in a later segment yeah, please do uh, that. explain how they might work. Yeah, just go through them quickly. The first is reciprocation. People give back to you the kind of treatment they have received from you. Second is scarcity. People will try to seize the opportunities you offer them that are rare, dwindling, uh, and scarce in availability. Third is authority. People will be most persuaded by you when they see you as having knowledge and credibility on the topic. Fourth is commitment. People will feel a need to comply with your request if it's consistent with what they have publicly committed themselves to in your presence. Fifth is liking. People prefer to say yes to your request to the degree that they know and like you. No surprise there. And finally is consensus. People will likely say yes to your request if you give them evidence that people just like them have been saying yes to it. Now, this is fascinating. We, Cheryl and I have been uh, at this drill many, many years. As a matter of fact, she and I uh, met teaching college in 1971, so that'll give you an idea of how... Uh, many years we've been on this earth. But one of the constant frustrations we have is 
we have so many things that we believe are of interest to everyone, not just some people, but everyone. We consider everyone a person who would be interested. Who would not want to have better job, better company, better pay, as an example, and a better life, or double, triple, quadruple? So we're continually amazed that we don't have the kind of uh, response that we think we should have in terms of helping other people. Share with us how you think that fits into your six specific areas. I think very often what happens is people get focused on their own uh, situation and um, when they're uncertain of what to do, they freeze. You can't get them off the fence. So one of the things that we teach in our own training programs on this, which of these principles allow people to feel more certain? Once they're more certain, then they feel confident in being able to move. So we can talk about that in the next segment. Which of these six principles are especially powerful under conditions of uncertainty? For example, right now, we have the most volatile, unpredictable markets I've ever seen in this country. That causes people to freeze, and it's very difficult to move them off the dime under those circumstances. Excellent, excellent. Looking forward to that. Well, we'll take a little break here, Dr. Caldini, but when we return, we'll learn about a specific specific examples of those powerful strategies you can use every day to be more successful in every walk of life. So stay tuned and we'll be back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Are you dissatisfied with your current job or not earning what you need or deserve? If you're looking for a better job with better pay to enjoy a better life, go to BetterJobBetterLife.com and get our seven free videos that will jumpstart your future starting today. We'll teach you how to create a cycle of success with the right mindset and plan of action. Get the interview you want with a world-class resume. Make your references work for you and beat the competition. Network your way into the hidden job market for better jobs and faster placement. Research more effectively. The key to more job leads, stronger interviews, and higher pay. Turn your interview into an offer-winning performance. Get the money now by negotiating from strength. Thousands have successfully used our proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. So grab our seven free videos that will transform your career. Go to BetterJobBetterLife.com. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the host about today's show? Please call toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to tcsonair at tcsworldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Ken and Cheryl Dawson here with Dr. Robert Caldini, 
New York Times bestselling author of several books, and we're talking about the science of influence and how it can change and improve your career and life. Uh, In the last segment, um, Bob, you talked about the fact that uncertainty can cause us to freeze. How can we unfreeze? Well, there are two of the six principles that I um, um, developed in in my research that have that capacity. The first is the principle of authority, you know, the one that says um, uh, people will be most persuaded by you when they see you as having knowledge and credibility on the topic. And uh, it's often surprising how many uh, individuals fail to um, uh, make their audience aware of their genuine credentials before uh, launching into an influence attempt. Uh, that's a big mistake. So, so uh, one thing that people want to do before they make a choice is to see what the experts, what the true authorities in the area have to say about it. That's a way to reduce their uncertainty, gain confidence, and then be able to move in that direction. Uh, so um, we, we, uh, we find, for example, that uh, simply informing people of the credentials of the um, uh, physical therapy staff at a hospital, right? Just having them put their diplomas and um, and certi- uh, certifications and awards on the wall, the way a doctor would, increases exercise compliance with those with with the regimens of the physical therapy staff by 30 percent so they don't have to say anything they don't have to crow about their own uh, uh, background and experience they just put those um, diplomas and certifications and credentials on the wall and that's alone enough to increase conformity with their um, with their programs by 30 percent Bob that's fascinating um, Again, referring back to the uh, interview we just, uh, or I'm sorry, the radio show we just had with uh, Bill Pepicello, exactly the same subject came up because he and the university do an outstanding job of reaching out to students around the world. I mean, imagine as the largest um, uh, university in North America, they have about a million students, uh, 500,000 active, uh, 500,000 alumni. And one of the things we talked about was this whole issue of persuading people people to improve their lives, uh, take courses, uh, do something to achieve a better job, better pay, better life. And, and our whole philosophy is not only do you achieve better job, better pay, better life, but um, double, triple, quadruple. And instead of going home at night and watching a one-eyed monster and rotting your right. brain, why not get together as a family and uh, go to school, uh, read our system, do something to improve yourself. And what I say to mothers and fathers all the time is what greater legacy can you possibly pass on to your children and their children than teaching someone how to achieve better job, better pay, better life. And they're set for life as far as their employment needs are concerned. Right. So I, I agree uh, uh, with you entirely on that. And um, and giving people advice and counsel based on your own genuine experience, your own real credentials and, and, and background in an area is the sort of thing you should establish first before you can expect them to take your advice. 
Um, just just real quickly on that, and in terms of credibility and all the things you're talking about, I mean, Cheryl and I have been at this for 30 years, and we had tens of thousands of our clients who have succeeded in achieving better job, better pay, better life. So the credibility is there. The credibility is there, and it needs to be very much at the forefront of everything you say before you say it. Uh, if people are looking for shortcuts to decide who to believe, they need to know first who the real authorities are. Exactly. Excellent. Now, you said there were two of the factors that play into the um, Yes. The and, and the second one fits very well with something that Ken just said, and that is the principle of consensus. Because you've got thousands of people who've benefited from your advice, now the thing to do to, re- to reduce uncertainty in the minds of potential prospects is to give voice to those thousands of people, testimonials, honest uh, stories and accounts of people who've had that success uh, can sometimes be more effective than anything we can say to try to move people because if the information comes from people just like them, then they're convinced, well, if those people can do it, then I can do it as well. Now, we, uh, I'll give you uh, an, an example. We, we uh, uh, just uh, finished a study where uh, we asked people to conserve energy in their homes by giving them a message uh, that we put on a door hanger uh, once a week for a month. Um, one of the messages uh, for some of the homes said, uh, do this for the environment. Another one said, uh, do this for your own economic uh, benefit. You'll have a, a, a lower energy bill at the end of the month. Another one said, do this for the society. Do it for future generations. Be a socially responsible citizen. Um, and then we had a fourth sign that we've never seen in any communication by any individual trying to move us toward uh, energy conservation. And it simply said, the majority of your neighbors, on the basis of a survey that was done, are regularly reducing their energy conservation, excuse me, their energy consumption. They're regularly taking steps to conserve energy. The old peer pressure concept, right? Except it wasn't pressure. It was just peer information. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Your your neighbors are doing this. Exactly. That one had significantly more effect than any of the other messages we've ever seen. If my neighbors are doing it, and if they can do it, that means I can do it. Goes back to keeping up with the Joneses. Right. I think well, so. You know, we, we, there, it shows you how how widespread this um, this principle is across all cultures, all kinds of human societies. I saw an article from um, Beijing in China the other day. It showed that if a restaurant owner puts on the menu, these are our most popular items they immediately become more popular by 20%. Oh, my goodness. So if they're the high-margin ones, that's a good thing to do, huh? Well, and if they're the the ones that some people like dessert, not everybody eats dessert, but if you see that the majority of people select this one, it reduces your uncertainty about which one to choose and whether to have dessert. And now 20% more people do. 
Bob, the thing that we are continually amazed by is <clears throat> the amount of bad news and our society. You know, you, you turn on the TV and everything's awful. You read a newspaper, you're ready to jump off a bridge, and you say to yourself, where's the good news? Is anyone coming at our world population with, but there's hope out there. These are the specific things you can do. It drives us crazy that more of these positive messages aren't out there. I agree, and, and one of the greatest positive messages to other people it has to do with the liking principle. You know, in every one of those sales training programs that I investigated, here's what we were told. The number one rule of sales is get your customer to like you. I actually think that's wrong. That's the number two rule. The number one rule of sales is to come to like your customer. Absolutely. Show them that you like them. Show them that you admire their best features. Give them evidence of the positive traits that you see in them. They are going to like you as a result. They're going to trust you because you like them after all. You're not going to steer the people you like wrong. And so if I had one thing to say that I think might be most important for your listeners to, to take into account in the way that they deal with their, uh, their family members, their neighbors, their coworkers, their, their clients, their customers, whoever, instead of trying to get those people to like you, Spend your time trying to like them more. And as soon as they recognize it, a barrier will go down between you. Fascinating. I think that's very, very powerful. I wanted to kind of uh, go back a little bit to this, uh, the references, the social validation. I guess that goes, plays yeah. into consistency as well. I had been listening to your CD. And I had an important meeting coming up uh, with another contact in an organization that I had already established relationships in a very large organization. But the new contact was one that uh, could get us to the next level of business. So um, picking up on a concept that you uh, had in the CD, you said, you know, send your information in advance. Mm. Send the credentials. Send the references. So I did precisely that. And, boy, did it work like a charm. She brought that to the meeting. We got more than an hour in the meeting, and, I mean, it just went smooth. You know, it, it, it is, it's an odd thing because to, to tell people about ourselves is kind of boastful. So we have to find ways to do it so we don't seem like braggarts. And there are two ways to do it. One is get a third party who knows both of us to send that information to this person we don't know about our background and skills and and, uh, experiences. The other is that letter of introduction. Send it ahead in a written document. It's altogether appropriate there to talk about your background and experience. As soon as you're talking to somebody face-to-face, it becomes impolite. So we've got to, we've got to, Find a way to get an end around those um, those problems. And one of the specific ways, Bob, that we have done this is to officially partner up with the University of Phoenix. I mean, we have a million students who now have the ability to 
see what we do, how we do it, and that's exactly what we're saying. Yeah, if the University of Phoenix sends that information about your credentials, then you're not a self-aggrandizer exactly. in this process. Somebody who truly knows you is honestly um, delivering the information. Exactly. Well, and the other um, idea about liking, I mean, to focus on the other person, just remember that you're focusing on the po- other person and what's, what you like about them. They're going to like you in exchange, and that really gets us to one of the other concepts of reciprocation. Right, the idea that people want to give back to us what we first given to them. Um, so here's a, here's a hint of what I would say. Uh, to increase your effectiveness in any situation, if you go into a room where you want to be more influential, the first question you should ask yourself is not, who can help me here? The first question should be, whom can I help here? Exactly. Whose circumstances can I elevate? Because by this rule, they will stand ready and eager to want to help you elevate your circumstances. And, you know, going back, Bob, to uh, 1955, a gentleman named Dale Carnegie. Oh, yes. A book called How to Win Friends and Influence People. That's what it was all about. Yep. Don't Brilliant. do what can I can will gain me. What can I do to help others? That's exactly what he did. And so many people had built upon his success. And we all thank him so much for what he said. Yeah. Well, just quickly here to give uh, a, an example of the other two concepts I don't think we've covered yet. Um, uh, the last principle is scarcity. Mm-hmm. You want to give us an example of scarcity? Yes. It's, it's the one that says people want more of those things they can have less of. Um, so, so here's what I would recommend. In presenting your idea, your resume, your product or your service, point out those things that are unique, that are uncommon, that are scarce, that those individuals can't get unless they move in your direction. And they will want to move in your direction to a greater extent. Excellent. Now, we had covered uh, consistency in the references. Mm -hmm. Is there anything more you wanted to share about consistency and commitment? Well, I know that one of the things you folks do is to advise people on how to interview well for a job. Um, Here's something that um, I heard recently from somebody who said it it caused his number of interview callbacks and uh, job offers to skyrocket. Uh, He said, when I would go into a face-to-face interview for the first time, before the interviewer would ask me a question, he he would say, you know, I'm, I'm thrilled that you invited me here, but I'm curious, what was it about my resume that caused you to invite me? And then that interviewer would go on record as saying, well, it was this skill set, or it was this set of experiences, or it was this trait. And then this man said, all I had to do for the rest of that interview was confirm what this man was already committed to in my behalf. And the number of callbacks and uh, job offers skyrocketed. Bob, I have to sell a list. Uh, in our book, Job Search, A Total System, one of yours is commitment. We have on page seven a total system personal commitment contract. Before you do anything, read it, study it, 
and sign it and have your wife do it and have your kids do it. Get the whole family to commit to what you're doing. It works like a charm. I like that because commitment doesn't just work on other people. It works on us. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to uh, take a break here. I know that you have another uh, commitment, Dr. Caldini, but we want to thank you very much for taking time to be with us today. I encourage folks to get a hold of your books and CDs. Where can they do that? Well, the best place is um, uh, our website, uh, influenceatwork.com. All one word, influenceatwork.com. Excellent. Well, when we get back, we're going to talk more about these uh, concepts and how they can advance your career. So stay tuned. Bob, thanks so much. Looking forward to talking to you in the future. All right. So long for now. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you dissatisfied with your current job or not earning what you need or deserve? If you're looking for a better job with better pay to enjoy a better life, go to BetterJobBetterLife.com and get our seven free videos that will jumpstart your future starting today. We'll teach you how to create a cycle of success with the right mindset and plan of action. Get the interview you want with a world-class resume. Make your references work for you and beat the competition. Network your way into the hidden job market for better jobs and faster placement. Research more effectively. The key to more job leads, stronger interviews, and higher pay. Turn your interview into an offer-winning performance. Get the money now by negotiating from strength. Thousands have successfully used our proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. So grab our seven free videos that will transform your career. Go to BetterJobBetterLife.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the hosts about today's show? Please call toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to tcsonair at tcsworldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Ken and Cheryl here. And we had an excellent couple of segments with Dr. Caldini uh, talking about uh, influence. And he had uh, another commitment. So we'd like to discuss some of the other ways that we can enhance or help you enhance your influencing skills. And Ken, I I know that you shared several in the last couple of segments. Um, And uh, one of them that you do um, kind of... uh, mentioned briefly at the end was the the commitment that we have in job search a total system i'd like to pick up on that commitment contract because it is such a critical part of succeeding in one's career uh thanks cheryl that's an excellent entree into uh, what i was about to say 
Uh, ladies and gentlemen, those of you who are our clients or those of you who have uh, picked up Job Search Installer System or have subscribed to our system, as you know, on page seven, uh, we have what we call a total system personal commitment contract. We mentioned it in a, n a number of shows in the past, but it is absolutely vital, as Bob just said, to actually committing to what it is you want to do in life. And our whole position is, why not pass on what you know, what you've learned to your children, to your grandchildren, and have an outstanding legacy for yourself. And it's simply a matter of, in many cases, uh, wanting to achieve better job, better pay, better life, which we have yet to find anyone who doesn't want to do that. And then if you're willing to take it to the next level, double, triple, or quadruple your compensation package, which not everyone can do, but a number of people can do in an entrepreneurial mode, and finally, to literally be as good as you can possibly be and pass that on to everyone else. Cheryl and I have worked at this for so many years, and our whole goal in life is to give back. Our country and so many wonderful people have given so much to us, and our goal in life, Cheryl, is to give back to others. And the commitment contract really helps people to think through what it's going to take to succeed. I mean, it's one thing to say, I want a better job for better pay and a better life and all the things that go with that, whatever that might mean for your personal situation. It's quite another to actually set out a plan to accomplish it. And by uh, looking at the contract we have in the total system, it uh, delineates all the different things that you'll need to do and the different qualities that you'll need to, um, to demonstrate as you get into the process. And, of course, uh, diligence and, and consistency and willingness to, um, to work hard. I mean, those are just some of the items that we include in that contract. Um, but the other part of that is is that uh, research has proven that when you sign a commitment, whether it's this uh, contract for career success or some other commitment that you're making in your life or work, you're 70 percent or 65 to 75 percent more likely to actually do it. But, Cheryl, the thing that, again, uh, I've repeated this a couple of times now, but uh, what drives us crazy is why more people don't do it. And so many people say, oh, that doesn't apply to me, or I'm not smart enough, or gee, I can't go to school, or I can't enroll. All of that is baloney, ladies and gentlemen. You are gifted with so many talent, skills, and abilities you're not even aware of. What we discover when people come into our program is that we literally say to them, now, understand this, getting terminated was the best thing that ever happened to you. Not the worst thing, the best thing. And they sit and look at us with these glaring eyes and say, what can you possibly mean by that? And let us explain real quickly what we mean by that. This now gives you an opportunity to get out of that dead-end job you didn't particularly like. Sure, you had a job, but you didn't particularly like it. You now have an opportunity to achieve better job, better pay, better life. And Cheryl and I, for many, many years, have basically said that you can do it regardless of your level. And all you have to do is follow our system and beat your competition. And that, once you go through and understand that there are 10 chapters in the book, you apply a 10 A-plus formula to all 10 chapters, you cannot fail. 
you cannot fail if you follow our system, and that is our personal commitment to you. Well, you know, we mentioned in one of the last segments uh, that uncertainty can sometimes cause people to freeze. So we have a very uncertain uh, economy right now and have had for some period of time, and it causes people to hunker down. They get fearful and they freeze up. And what we're saying is don't allow that to, um, you know, cause you to sit back and wait for something to change. You can make things change. And what Dr. Coldini was saying with a couple of his ideas was, one, to seek out the authorities. If you're unhappy where you are or you know it's just, you know, you're on a shelf for a while and you want to get on to the next level in your career, look for the authorities. Uh, Reach out to, first of all, validate what directions are appropriate for you. Uh, Look and read and study, maybe even take courses in the areas that you want to expand your expertise in and become prepared. And then the other thing that he mentioned uh, was consistency. You must do that on a consistent basis, not just once a while, not just once a year, but every week, every month to be looking at how have I uh, kept my uh, self-commitment, my my you know, contract to succeed, and what are the areas that I need to focus on in this particular week or month. So it's an ongoing, consistent process that will help you achieve and influence your own career. But the key point, ladies and gentlemen, is this. You must have a system to do it, okay? The problem most people have is they try this and fail at that and try this and fail at that and it's a constant up and down and seesaw effect because they don't have a system that applies to them and they can apply across the board. For 30 years, Cheryl and I have been selling job search at Tola System and we have tens of thousands of clients who have succeeded at this, but it's because they follow the system, they apply an A-plus formula to all 10 chapters, and we give them our personal commitment that when they follow the system as we have designed it, they will succeed, and they do. And for those who do succeed, they say, wow, that's fantastic. What next? And I come back and say, okay, how about doubling, tripling, or quadrupling your compensation package? And they say, can I really do that? And we say, absolutely, if you are willing to uh, work harder, smarter, longer, and apply your skills, in most cases, to an entrepreneurial opportunity. We've seen so many cases in one of our shows. I brought in, I brought up four specific clients we have who have double, triple, or quadruple their compensation package simply because they've applied our system across the board. Well, sometimes it's a matter of changing your industry segment or changing the particular function that you're in. Uh, uh, that those items can also have a dramatic in, uh, impact on your compensation. But there's another uh, of the fundamentals that uh, Dr. Colcini talked about that I love and is really my favorite is the reciprocation, is giving something to gain a return uh, is very, very powerful. And we all use it at times, maybe not even realizing it. Um, But in job search, there are a number of ways that you can put that fundamental to practice. And one of them is sharing information with your network that you you have learned through your research or through a work or project that you've been on. And when you share that with others, they in turn will feel a need to give something back. 
Yeah, go ahead. And that's where we are. And that's exactly what we've done for so many years. It, it, it's giving something back. And, and another key point I'd like to bring up is people who sit there and say, well, you know, why would anybody want to work as hard as you do? And we say, this isn't work. It's love. It's a labor of love. We work harder, smarter, longer, and there's no greater love we have in life than helping other people achieve better job, better pay, better life. This is a 24-7 drill for me personally because I can't think of anything I'd rather do than work harder, smarter, longer to help other people succeed. And there are other ways, too, that you can use reciprocation. Um, sharing contacts is an excellent one. Uh, helping to solve a problem that someone else has. Uh, not necessarily expecting something in return, but you will uh, be helped in, in return, uh, maybe immediately and sometimes down the road. Helping someone's child with a contact or a particular need. Wow, they'll be indebted for you, you know, probably for life. So anytime you can help a family member. And the same principles work in career development. Maybe you're not in a job search, but you can use these same techniques to garner, um, um, you know, support within your company, sharing contact, sharing information, taking on a project to help a superior, uh, volunteering for a team initiative, or volunteering to help someone that has a deadline and you've come to the rescue. You know, bringing a gift for someone who's done an exceptional job on an assignment that helped you out, or just simply giving a compliment. Make sure you're sincere. But when people know you are, they're going to always uh, reciprocate in some way. Ladies and gentlemen, it all comes down to it's better to give than to receive. And that's what we've been taught for so many years. And it works. Well, we're going to take a little break here. But when we come back, we'll talk about more of some of the concepts that will help to influence your career. Stay tuned. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Are you dissatisfied with your current job or not earning what you need or deserve? If you're looking for a better job with better pay to enjoy a better life, go to betterjobbetterlife.com and get our seven free videos that will jumpstart your future starting today. We'll teach you how to create a cycle of success with the right mindset and plan of action. Get the interview you want with a world-class resume. Make your references work for you and beat the competition. Network your way into the hidden job market for better jobs and faster placement. Research more effectively. The key to more job leads, stronger interviews, and higher pay. Turn your interview into an offer-winning performance. Get the money now by negotiating from strength. Thousands have successfully used our proven techniques to make their dream job or career a reality. So grab our seven free videos that will transform your career. Go to BetterJobBetterLife.com. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. You 
are listening to Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Do you have a question or comment for the hosts about today's show? Please call toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to tcsonair at tcsworldwide.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. Ken and Cheryl here, and we're talking about some of the ways that you can use influence to dramatically improve your career development, both within your company as well as potentially getting a new job or a new career. And we talked about a number of the concepts already that Dr. Caldini uh, shared with us in the first two segments. And I want to pick up on another um, that is very critical, specifically to uh, job search, or if you're in a sales area, uh, some types of sales, whether it's internal or external, and that's the social validation concept, the use of references. And uh, they're extremely powerful and one of the most overlooked areas in job search. Ken, share with our listeners what um, is unique about the approach we use for references. Okay, and and Cheryl, if I can, let me back up to resumes first. Um, Actually, you can go to assessment before that. And ladies and gentlemen, the whole point here is that when we talk about our success, we're talking about positive attitude, uh, psychological leverage, and linkage, and tying it all together. But, Cheryl, going specifically to your point, references are nothing more than people you know who can validate your accomplishments, who can validate your uh, your experience, your success. And those references come from resumes. And again, ladies and gentlemen, please go to our website, uh, follow our system, buy the book, and you'll see what we're saying. But resumes are nothing more than identifying specific accomplishments that you have uh, addressed and met in your specific company. And, And let me talk about that as it relates to not only references, but negotiation. When you go into a company, they are only interested in two things. One, how much can you make them? And two, how much can you save them? And when you know that going in and you write an A-plus resume in that way and you identify references, uh, identify that, you go into the interview totally prepared. For instance, the interviewer is sitting there thinking, wow, what an outstanding Resume, and here that individual has brought in A-plus references, all of which address the millions of dollars that they can bring to our bottom line. I wonder if they can really do that. And during the interview, you're sitting there, and as you're talking to this individual and scoring points across the board, your interviewer is sitting there saying, holy mackerel, I can't imagine the kinds of revenue that this individual can bring to our bottom line And they're not really saying this to you, but automatically they are thinking, I have got to give this individual a bigger job for more money if I can hope to bring them on. See how negotiation works? This is a psychological process that causes the interviewer to, as you're scoring points, say, I'm going to have to give this person much more just to bring them in the company. Well, and we really recommend that the references be written. So we're not talking here just about a list of people that can 
um, be accessible after an interview, but actually written references that validate the accomplishments that are in your resume. And just pointing out that that reinforces our concept of linkage, where each step in the process is linked together. So your references are linked to those accomplishments in your resume. And for those of you who are following along in your book, on page 116, you see a draft of a, res- of a letter of reference written by Tony Carlin, VP International Development. It has six paragraphs in the letter and is outstanding, okay? I personally wrote this, and it took me weeks to write it. And that's the whole point about our system. It takes us weeks and months and years to design the system. So please take advantage of it. Now, we wanted also to point out the concept or fundamental uh, influencing uh, technique of liking. Well, everybody likes to be liked, but what Dr. Caldoni pointed out is that you need to focus more on the other di- other person to show uh, how you like them. And then you, in reciprocation, they're going to like you better. And some of the ways that you can do that in your job searching career is, number one, dress. If you are going to be interviewing at an organization that's very formal, then you're going to want to make sure that you're dressed to a T with that power suit. And if you're male with the, you know, very professional tie, um, ladies, you're going to want to go in with a professional suit, you know, and make sure everything is uh, coordinated and that um, your shoes are polished and that type of thing. Uh, People are going to relate to that. Uh, in a more casual uh, environment, you may not need to be quite so formal, but we still always recommend dressing your best for an interview. And then focusing on that other person, looking around the office that you're interviewing in. Hopefully they don't take you to a sterile um, conference room. But if you're in the person's office, you can notice pictures. You know, usually they'll have family pictures around. Uh, you'll notice things uh, on the wall, certain types of pictures. Maybe you can find something in common with them. If a certain type of picture is something that you also relate to, maybe that can um, uh, enable you to share a story of commonality uh, with the individual. So finding something in common is one of the most powerful ways to get somebody to like you. Cheryl, another point in terms of uh, meeting others, this could be at parties, it can be at conventions, it can be at anywhere you're with a number of people, practice four words, and that is these, tell me about yourself. In other words, you're asking people to tell you about them. People love to talk about themselves, and they love to talk about their needs and their wants and what they want to do. And pretty soon, you've made a friend because you're not asking them to talk about you, but you're asking them to talk about themselves. There's no better way to develop a relationship with a person and have that persuasion take charge than to have them talk about themselves. Well, also some other ways that you can create likability is after the meeting or interview is to send a thank you note. And there's nothing better than a written thank you, not just an email. Email can be appropriate. And if they've asked you to email a certain information to them, by all means do that, especially if it's a document that they would like to have as well. But um, take time to draft that little very personal thank you note as well to follow up on a on an important sales meeting or 
uh, first time meeting with an individual, and even for an interview. But you definitely want to follow up with the interview. And another technique we use in that regard, not just creating that likability because you've, you've followed up, but to be able to reinforce critical points that were made during the interview or perhaps some that were missed that you want to be sure is uh, in front of them. And, Cheryl, another technique which I use all the time, matter of fact, I just use with our last guest, is always get their cell phone number to the extent you can. And the whole point here is that you want to be available to help them all the time. And there's no greater way to give them a cell phone number or an email address and you develop a relationship. And one of the techniques I like to use and we have in our book is everyone likes to eat and everyone really likes to eat when someone else pays for it. So what I typically say to my clients is I'd be happy to buy the most expensive steak in town Tell me where you'd like to be and when you'd like to have it, and let's go. It's amazing how it works. Well, we only have a couple of minutes left here, but I did want to point out a couple of other techniques um, that relate to Dr. Caldini's concepts. Authority. Uh, Ken mentioned earlier the importance of the resume. And you can establish your authority, your expertise, through the powerful accomplishment statements with results that you prepare. And then another way that you can establish authority is doing your research before going into a company. Uh, Know about that company. Know about that industry. Check out their news releases and see what's uh, the most... uh, you know, critical things that are happening, and be prepared to share how you can impact uh, that organization as a, co- a contributor. Ladies and gentlemen, let me close with the most powerful step in our entire process, and that's negotiation. And let me just walk you through a typical negotiating session. This is you with the interviewer. And what you need to do is walk in and basically say, We've established that I can bring a million dollars your bottom line, okay? And this is my time frame. These are my goals. These are my accomplishments. Now let's talk about negotiation. When you talk about being able to bring a million dollars to the bottom line of a company, you're talking big bucks. Double, triple, quadruple, easily. And that's the specific technique that we talk about. When you sit there with an interviewer and talk about this is what you bring to the bottom line, they're saying, holy mackerel, even if I pay you a quarter of a million dollars, I'm still making money and saving money. Ladies and gentlemen, follow the system. It'll work like a charm. We give you our personal commitment. And remember uh, to check out our seven free videos that will help you get that better job for better pay and a better life. Access them at www.betterjobbetterlife.com. We'll have another great show for you next week, and uh, we appreciate uh, your listening in on these techniques to help you influence your career uh, for um, the rest of your life. And just remember, folks, you have the ability to have better job, better pay, better life. Take advantage of it. We'll help you in any way we can, and you have our personal commitment. Talk to you soon. Take care. Thanks again for joining us this week on Total Career Success with Ken and Cheryl Dawson. Remember to join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, right here. Have a great week.